Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Chris. I am joined by Jack. Jack, how are you, sir? I am exhausted. Fantasy of Trees 2021 destroyed my body. But other than that, I'm good. How about you? Oh, you are rightfully tired. I've seen your posts. Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> 61 hours in five days. But we sold $120,000 worth of Christmas trees. Record year. I take that as a win. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a win. Um, but yeah, ready to get into it. Have an announcement after our Patreon shoutouts real quick. Shout out to our patrons, Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, Allison, and Steven, Eric, Mikhail, and Klaus. Also some quick plugs on Instagram at twisted underscore travelers on Twitter at twisted traveler. But the R at the end is a one. On Instagram, you can find me at Twisted Travelers Chris, and you can find Jack on pretty much everything at Thrilling Moment. Okay, only Twitter and Instagram. Don't go looking for me on any other sites. He has a YouTube. Although you might want to check out OnlyFans because there apparently is going to be a Velasa OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> hey, Allison started it. Um, so, with that being said, though, we do have an announcement to make, y'all. <sighs> We started this podcast back in April of 2020 during the pandemic. We enjoyed it immensely, but we both have very busy lives and it's time to move on. So, Chris. Yeah, um, it's just gotten to be a bit much, um, to be completely honest. The kind of magic this had for me personally has been lost um i miss the days when i could just text my coaster friends about any sort of news and talk then instead of having a set hour to drop the show and then everybody can hear my thoughts um i mean obviously i I could still do that from time to time but a lot of things i wanted to keep confidential and big and i kind of miss the way it used to be on a personal level things have gotten busy for both of us a lot we're both in college um and to be honest And this is something that we said at the start of the show. Once one of us stops having fun, this is over. I have stopped having a lot of fun. The guests, the trip reports, I I still love those. And during quarantine, when we had nothing going on, it was a lot of fun as well. But the more we have done it, it, I personally, this is not as much of a Jack decision as it is me. Y'all can hate on me as much as you want in the Discord. I'm done. I know a lot of y'all are going to be surprised and a lot of y'all are probably literally going to be crushed because of how good friends we have become. And I'm sorry, but I'm always on discord. I have my Instagrams. It, I have a personal Instagram other than my normal one. If you want me to follow you, just DM me on discord and you can still follow what I'm doing. But th- this is done. Yeah. And there's, we were having discussions off there about what's going to happen with twisted travelers. What's going to happen because this was something Chris approached me about. And there's something like, quite frankly, we make fun of each other and we like joke around all the time on the podcast, but 
Chris is my best friend. And quite frankly, I can't imagine doing this podcast with anyone else. And so for that reason, I am also going to be stepping away. So the Twisted Travelers is going to be finished after season two is over. We're going to finish out season two, but for both of our sakes, because quite frankly, I was getting to the point too, where it was becoming monotonous to try to sit down every week and come We're up with a different set time zones. We're different time zones. We have very different lives with school scheduling and what's happening in our personal lives. And it's just become a lot for both of us to take on. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes to light about what's happening with me over the next year. Pretty soon. I'm really excited, but it also is going to eat up so much more of my time that I don't have already. And then like, it just goes back to it. This was a something we talked about when we were younger and when quarantine was a thing, it made sense, but that's not what's happening anymore. So mm-hmm. we like, this is going to come as a blow to a lot of y'all and we're sorry. We're just kind of dropping this on you right at the beginning of an episode. Um, but we've got a lot of good stuff planned to finish out season two, right. finish out our like run as a podcast for now. Mm-hmm. So I am, uh, I am ready to go back to being a normal enthusiast, not a podcasting enthusiast. That is a big thing to me personally. And I, I can promise you I'm not done creating content, but I am done creating a podcast. I, so I am this is the, this is it. As far as any sort of content I was a part of, if you want to find me, I'm, I'm on discord, Instagram, that that's mm-hmm. about it. And, Twisted Traveler's Twitter may still be used by me. If you see it ghost liking your tweets, it's probably me. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's about it. And we might randomly drop an episode every once in a while out of nowhere just for fun. Trip reports are fun to record because we get to reminisce about all the fun things we did. But yes, those are the best ones. And you guys showed it too because (laughs) the amount of listens we got on those is nuts. Um, so thank you for that, for showing that you guys love what we love the most as well. Um, mm-hmm. And thank yeah. you all for just supporting us over the last year and a half. Like, mm-hmm. I know I speak for myself. I hope I speak for Chris when it means the world to us, like to just get to meet so many amazing people through this. Yeah. So I mean, th- those of you I have met and become close with, we'll, we'll still talk. I know that. I have a lot of your numbers. I have a lot of y'all's <laughs> Instagrams and Discord as well. Um, that, that ain't going away. It's just listening to my voice for an hour and a half every Wednesday morning is going away. And I'm sure you don't complain about that, but so be it. You know, that's yeah. it. Done. So, Sorry. With y'all. All of that said, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a, it hurts, but it's also a weight lifted for me. I know. And I know it is for mm-hmm. you too. Yep. So. With that He's being said, you're not finished with us yet because you're stuck with us through January, whatever the date is. I forgot. Um, you poor people. Yeah, you're stuck fourth, with us. January 4th. For, through January 4th, 2022. That is when the series finale is going to drop. So if you've got requests, if you've got anything we haven't done that you want us to do, you better get the Discord right now and tell us because... We're going to rework the calendar to try to get everything we need to get in for y'all in. But you got mm-hmm. through January 4th. So 
let's hop All into right. some news though and pretend like we didn't just announce we're ending the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So start off Triple Loops Indiana Beach is uh, actually making progress. Shout out Gene Staples. Three loops are yeah. up. Good, good. They put the loops up in the right spot this time. That's a that's a first. Difficult task, I understand. Um, Blueprints yeah. go what? Huh? This thing looks more and more sketch though. Like the more I see it, and I just it, it makes me nervous. A certain Johnniest of Mike's texted me earlier and was like, "Oh my gosh, I can make it my three hundredth, and I wanted to be like three hundredth and last." <laughs> Probably, I. It really does scare me. <laughs> But, yeah, um, I'm gonna let a bunch there. of other people ride it. Probably gonna let some cameras ride it before I get close sure to it. it. Works. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, I'm a. We've all seen uh, what's the stick poking the stick me and meme. I forget the title of it, but that's gonna be me. I'm gonna just be poking it with on, a stick. Yeah, come on, do something, but don't blow up. <laughs> well, it probably will. Um. Gene will probably fuel that thing on just like raw gasoline and see yeah. what happens somehow. Um, Gene, don't kill people. It, this, this is tough. Um, but yeah, good question mark, maybe. Um, another thing, Accelerator getting a flame gradient paint job. <sighs> that was my camera, not me. Um I have I have issues, y'all. This paint scheme is gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot, 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 hot. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot. I really do like this paint job. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it'll probably be pretty cool. Uh, you know, he's the photography guy. Color schemes are you know cool or not cool. I want to see it finished first. But um, yeah, we don't, I don't even know if we know what the supports are gonna be. Uh, yeah, I don't think we do. So. Um, Klaus, do you know? But yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it looks. I it's different, but I don't know. We'll find out. It it's kind of experimental. I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it or not. But um good on accelerator. Another ride that's getting repainted, Kraken. It is getting like basically ice color or ice breaker colored supports. Uh don't know what they're going to do with the track yet, if anything. Um the track looks like it might just be the same color. Yeah, why does everything have to be blue low, though? Like, Icebreaker's because orange track it's... is going to be the only thing other than the kitty coaster that's not blue. Well, I I mean, there's too many blue coasters, but I guess it's because blue color schemes work. Um, but you got Mako. Can they re- please repaint Mako, though? Because I've been going through the pictures I took in earlier this month, or last month when this drops. Um, and good lord, is that paint in awful shape? I don't think it's as bad as you think. It's just the sun has faded a lot of it. It like in no, person, there's just it's not giant chunks of paint missing off of it in random spots. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be worse. It could be Goliath at over Georgia. Even though I like that color scheme, it, it it's uh faded a lot. Um, but yeah, I I don't really like that personally. Yeah, like why can't you just keep my Light blue and beige. Whatever. It looked good. It looked good. Next up on the list, though, is uh, Beast Trackwork Insanity. Now, I've got to preface this by um, the way these pictures were obtained were, you know, slightly illegal because you're not supposed to fly drones over parks. So keep that in mind. But it's too big to not talk about um, because they've ripped out, like, you know, the entire drop 
and a giant chunk of the helix and the first turn out of the drop. Hopefully it's gravity group. Uh, that would be pretty sick, but like good. I mean, I never thought the beast was overly rough, but if this makes it run faster, I'll take that. Can you imagine if they were able to take the trims off? Please. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I already really like Beast. I hope th this will make it better, I'm sure. Um, exciting, though. I mean, especially the Helix. Good. Good, good, good. Um, and our last thing. Coaster Dynamics, Coaster Cutouts, Millennium Force Lift Hill Model. Matt, you are insane. I'm bringing up pictures. Have you not seen it? I have not. Oh. You're going to need a bigger shelf. I knew Tony, Tony teased. What the? <laughs> Matthew. <That> was... <laughs> I'm so this happy. This is unnecessary. <laughs> I'm How so much happy is... you haven't seen it. 250? 310? Oh, 310. Oh, yeah, that's right. They priced it the height because they're very original. I'm so My happy you goodness. haven't seen it until right now. That made the that, that's great. My goodness. I want one. I really want one. I have Did no they room forget for one. Oh, no, they didn't. I, I thought that. I think that's purposeful. I was, I was about to say, did, did Cedar Point forget to take the wrapping off the base? That would be so funny. That would actually I, be hilarious. It's green. I think it's purposely green because, mm -hmm. I mean, it is over grass. I think, I think it think comes painted, pre-painted, too. It looks like it. That That is awesome. I, yeah. I cannot buy that, but that is awesome. I really want one. Um, I do too, but I cannot get no. Yes, you can. No, you, you I definitely can't. can. Yes, you mm -mm. can. Absolutely uh -huh. not. I'm going to be a bad influence on you, Chris. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> all, speaking of um, Print My Ride stuff, Velocicoaster cutout. Hi. Yes. That Hi. is something I can get, probably. Jackie Warney <laughs> for Christmas. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, Dang it. Whatever. No. Please. No. Please. No. Thanks, Fine. Mom. Um, yeah. Um, Millennium Force Lift Hill Mongol. I know it's not like a big news, but just shout out to him. If you're, see, now we get to say it's like, you know, top five episodes, in my opinion. Go back and listen to that one because that's yes. probably the top five episode of all that time. That is a good one. So uh, go listen to that episode if you want to hear all about how some of that stuff's made. He showed up with a whole presentation for us, so it was amazing. It was great. Shout out, Matt. Um, but yeah, so that is all of our news. We've got yeah. ride of the week now. The last ride of the week, the Goliath Wheel. We have over Georgia, Great America, and Fiesta Texas. So I've got the wheel ready. I will spin. Dun 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 dun. dun. Great America. Well, it's your week. Oh, yeah, I, I totally just blanked out. Sorry. Um, you know, let's see. Great America. Um, so this ride has always intrigued me because it is big but tiny. Like, that's, that's how it's like. It's a massive ride, but it's so short. And so we get to Great America this summer, and I'm like, okay, well, it's in the very back of the park. I know that. So we get in there. Walk past Max Force because it's broken down. And I think we did X Flight first. And X Flight was great. Like, really blew my expectations out of the water. It's like, okay, okay, this park's good. And then you go back to Goliath. 
my dad and I get up in the station for Goliath, and we're like, okay, well, let's do back row. Let's go and get the back row. So we go to the back, and we sit down, we go out of the station, and we hit the lift hill. This is when I started to realize it was getting serious, because that is probably the steepest lift hill that is not vertical I've ever felt. Like, in terms of, like, you're sitting on the lift hill going up of it, going up it. It feels steeper than any other non-vertical lift hill I've ever been on. And it just keeps going and going and going. And you get to the top. And the train just starts going over. And you just see each car go over in front of you. And then all of a sudden, the thing just, it just yanks you and throws you down this 175-foot drop that just keeps on going and going and going and it feels like it never ends. It's like one it's a probably a top ten drop for me. And then you hit that first turn, which is kind of gives you some weird floater. And then you hit that airtime hill. Oh. Just straight ejector. Out of the airtime hill into the dive loop. That is probably still one of the weirdest feelings on a roller coaster I've ever gotten. Just because like the way it like twists and drops you into it. It's just so weird, especially on an RMC. Like, it's not expected. And then the main event, the stall, probably like a top five roller coaster element of all time. Might be my favorite element on an RMC. Actually, no, I take that back. It is my favorite element on an RMC. Um, and it's amazing. And you're just hanging there, looking down, then you can kind of look up. And then you get whipped out of the stall. You go through the last little turn. You get some weird pops of airtime. Pop up into the brakes with some more airtime. And the ride's over. It's phenomenal. Um, and I love it. And it's amazing. And I got off of it. I was like, holy crap, that's top 20. And then I wrote it again in the back row. And I got off and was like, holy crap, that's top 15. And you will see where it is ranked in our grand finale. Yes. And you, because you will see it because it is up there. And it it's a top, it's a top five RMC. I will say that right now, and I don't mind if y'all roast me for it because that ride, while short, does everything better than almost every other roller coaster I've been on. That You're is my short. review of yeah. Goliath. And I haven't done it yet. I really want to. I like. I don't know. I believe it that every element's that good. It's just how high can it end up getting in the rankings because of how short it is. I'll find out that, eventually. That's- the, um, the shortness is its only limiting factor, and if you can get past it, it's insane. We'll see. Yeah, which is part um, of why Zadra is so high on my bucket list because it Zadra is, uh, you know, uh, Goliath but longer. Yeah, yeah, and bigger, just in general. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks really good. I don't know if it'll be a top five for me because let me think of my top five real quick for RMCs. Um, well no if it got top five i could see it getting five and like that's it um, but we'll see because those four are pretty solidly locked in here until i ride like zadra and hakuge and maybe untamed and if SeaWorld ever decides to open rides um but yeah it looks good very good yeah i cannot I think add you'll, any more but <laughs> I, I think you'll like it when you get to it yeah I'm sure I will. Maybe not as much as him, but I'm sure I will. Um, okay. Halftime report. On to ESPN we go. 
I know I got my butt kicked because Fantasy of Trees took up all of my time and I forgot to look at anything. Mm -hmm. I had a very good week. Um, good for you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. So uh, we'll, we'll start it off then uh, with mine. I've got it pulled up. I play Chris's dad, and I'm sorry that I can't in continue his losing streak. He has got me on the run, 122.2 to 75 and a half. Um, I just forgot to, you know, change anyone out. Um, I played McCarter and or, no McCarter Carter Michael. Cooper. I'm combining his first and last names. Um, uh, McCaffrey got hurt. Yay. Uh, Herbert had a decent week, warm. Okay, Robinson, okay. But your dad uh, had Prescott. Um, Elijah Mitchell yeah. did his thing. Jalen Waddle yeah. did his thing. And also he had Waddle. a 12-point defense. So yeah. I know. got destroyed, yeah. So mm -hmm. there's, there's that for you. Um, and then moving on, we'll just go to my matchup, which was against Bryant. Bryant L. Um, so Tom Brady had a bad week, but you know, so be it. Josh Jacobs did his thing. My boy, my favorite player in the league, Lenny Fournette with a 45 pointer with four touchdowns. Shout out my guy. Um, Keenan and OBJ did their things too. Starting OBJ was a risk, but it worked out. Um, you know, Rogers did his thing for Bryant. Stefan Diggs did his thing. Darren Waller had a bad week. Jacoby Myers was all right, but uh, I, I kind of destroyed him. Yeah. By kind of, um, he means, you know, a spread of, what, 40 points? About, like, 40, 30, yeah. Um, sorry, Bryant, but just that's just the way it goes sometimes. Um, for Marcus versus Grant, Grant came out with a big win here. It just destroyed him. Um, for Marcus's side, DeAndre Swift didn't do anything, um, and neither did Dallas Goddard or Jamar Chase, and A.J. Brown is on IR, but Derek Carr did his thing, Cooper Cup did his thing. And then Grant had Carson Wentz had a good week. Zeke Montgomery did his thing. Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson had a solid week. The Dolphins defense put up 25 points, and he had a kicker who put up 20. Um, Grant, that that's a lot of luck in those last two, buddy. <laughs> but good stuff. <laughs> Worked out well for him. Um, our next matchup, we have Steven versus Ben, the Battle of the Rockets. And it looks like Steven's got this one pretty solidly because Josh Allen did his thing. Um, his running backs didn't do much, and neither did his receivers, but he had Dawson Knox. Good week from him and the Browns defense. Um, while Ben, very bad week from Jalen Hurts. Dalvin, just, not quite himself. Gibson I'm doing his thing. Down his lineup, week, it looks like he forgot to change out who was starting. Yeah, so. yeah, Great job, Dad. Woo! And then a close one that we cannot judge right now is Perry versus Allison. Um, literally a one-point game. It's looking like Allison's going to win it, but we can't say for sure. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Debo, obviously. Mark Andrews, T. Higgins had good weeks. McLaurin is her player that is playing right now who should give her the win. Um, but we'll see. You never know what could happen. Uh, while yep. Perry, I mean, you've got Cordero Patterson. That's solid. Your receivers had down weeks. Kittle had a bad week. Van Jefferson, good week. But other than that, tough sledding. Yeah. Tough, tough. Um, I got a win. I'm cool. Happy. I didn't Ready get a win. I don't care. I 
Shout out Leonard yeah. Fournette. The man, the myth, the um, legend. So, mm-hmm. Bryant, enjoy that punishment, buddy. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna go ahead and take some of your questions real quick. Uh, Cause we have That's those. Right. I almost, was, I was like, I about was ready to just go straight to an interview. I was like, no, we have questions first. Um, yes, three questions real quick. So first one, first two were from Bryant or from Bryant Grant. I am sorry, Grant. Um, I'm tired. I'm thinking about things too. Uh, favorite food from holiday season. Ooh. Do you have one? Not really, to be honest. I was, I was going to say, like, I don't have a favorite. I have a bunch of things I like, but I don't have a favorite. I just kind of eat uh, whatever's on the table. I, I guess I'll just go with what our tradition is. Uh, country ham. Uh, honey glazed country ham. There, there you go. Yeah, I'd um, probably say ham, too. Ham's good. Um, but I just kind of eat whatever's there, to be honest. Uh, go out for I steak dinner on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was gonna say, go out for steak dinner on Thanksgiving. There's my advice. No. Um, second question oh, from I Grant. It was amazing. Okay, what's one IP that you'd like to see a park incorporate that's realistic, not already taken, and how would you incorporate it? I, I have. We're gonna no have the same answer. I have an answer. I think you're gonna like it because it's okay. actually your idea. Gravity oh, Falls. Did I have an idea for something of like that? I mean, I we love did a whole episode on this. We did. We did. Well, it's, it's my Green idea. Deep. Just explain my idea. That's my answer. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Gravity Falls because that show is amazing. Um, if you haven't watched it, what are you doing with your life? Um, and just think of all of the opportunities. And like, there are so many amazing dark ride opportunities from that show. I don't even know where to start listing them out um so literally anything but just give us a gravity falls themed area that's what i would say it'll never happen but if we could get like a giga a disney um phineas and ferb themed that'd be oh neat Lord. but that won't happen like literally zero chance um but i'd be cool no, with they it. would never want to please our childhood fantasies <laughs> absolutely not um but yeah I, that that's what i'll say i i can't think of much honestly we did a um, whole episode on. I saw that question. I was like, I know what our answer should be because we came up with some really good stuff on that episode. Uh, it's called "We Need Them IPs." It's from this season. If you want to go, listen to it. yeah. Um, last question from Allison: What's the longest you've waited for a coaster only to not get to ride it because of breakdown, weather, etc.? I assume you're talking about your Cobus Curse experience. Um, shoot, I don't even know. I, mean, I have that decent luck. I mean, I know your your worst weather related experience story, but it was American know, Thunder. Yeah, you but it wasn't really that long. That long. Yeah, because I know was mine the the was four and a half hours through weather and maintenance delays for Lightning Rod, and we didn't get to ride it. Um, I mean, I'd ridden it before, but the whole park was shut down for weather, and we didn't want to drive in the rain, so we just waited out in the station for four and a half hours. I feel like I haven't waited more than an hour without getting to ride it, so I don't really have an answer for you. Like, not a good answer. It's probably like 20, 30 minutes for something. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. Four and a half hours for lightning rod. That's, there you go. That's my answer. Tough, tough. So, yep. 
Okay, with that, we're going to jump into an interview with our good friend, Andrew, uh, Andrew Stowell from Coaster 101. How's it going? It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood, I think. That's what Mr. Rogers says, right? Yeah, it's it's great to be here. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. So, Andrew, um, you are from Coaster 101, so do you want to talk a little bit about yourself as an enthusiast and also how you got involved with that to start us off? Yeah, that's a... uh, that is a loaded question. I would gladly do oh, those I'm sure things. This could go for a while. So. It could be. <laughs> I will give you the uh, the 30 second Reader's Digest version. Um, Coaster 101 was started in 2005 by a guy named John Stevenson, and John was like 14 years old when this happened, and so he created a website. Um, I know you guys had Coaster or Coaster Radio on your podcast a couple of weeks ago, and it was in that same year that uh, Coaster Radio started. Coaster 101 got its start, so we're in our 16th. Uh, just celebrated our 16th birthday this past June. Um, but what I tell people about Coaster 101 is we cover it all in the industry. Uh, news, reviews, interviews, other words that end in IEWS. Um, we pretty much do it all. Uh, we try to stay active on Twitter. We're not as active on YouTube as a lot of the other theme park sites out there. But if you're, uh, if you're fans of the written word, we've got some really, really good articles. Probably our best well-known article or some of our most well-known articles are coasters coasters with an S one Oh one series. And we've got a couple of engineers on staff who kind of have done the ins and outs of theme parks and braking and launch systems and wheels and all this coaster related stuff. Um, as far as me as an enthusiast, I grew up in South Florida. So I was a, it, you know, trips to Disney were pretty frequent. And then, um, but I also was that kid who was like really deathly afraid of roller coasters. And um, I got on like Scorpion and Python at Bush Gardens, Tampa when I was like seven or eight, I was like, I don't, I don't like this. Um, but when Islands of Adventure opened, I went with my mom and went with one of her friends and I rode Hulk and it was like something clicked inside of me. And I white knuckled my way through that ride and I got to the break run and I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And so this is, you know, Islands of Adventure opens in 99. Uh, this is probably early 2000 when I'm taking this trip. And then uh, that summer, I moved to North Carolina, where my closest theme park is Carowinds. There's not a lot of books written about it. This is an er- era where the Internet is existing, but theme park Internet is definitely in its infancy. If it even exists at all, I'm sure there's, you know, maybe TPR was around at that point. I don't know. I wasn't reading it. Um, but I became that kid who would just consume everything from the books to the guidebooks to, um, again, it was like, I think Marcus LeShock said the same thing on your show. Again, I'm looking, I'm into the back catalog here, guys, or the recent catalog anyway. Um, and I was reading the coffee table books and the pictures and all that stuff. And, um, just always kind of, I had this dream in the back of my mind that I was going to become a roller coaster designer until I got to high school and realized, Hey, I'm not very good at science or math and you need both those things for an engineering degree. Um, so I just kind of was going to be a fan about it. And in college I was a creative writing minor and, um, actually entered coaster One Hundred One's photo contest in 2013. I found it on Twitter. I had followed them for a while and, um, they were looking for writers and I had graduated college and was like, I'm looking for something to do to kind of scratch that creative itch. Uh, I sent them a sample and eight and a half, 
eight and a half years later. Yeah. Eight years later at this point, I am, uh, been writing for them since 2013. So it's been a, uh, it's been a one hell of a ride. Am I allowed to say hell on this podcast? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's you a challenge. Go find every time I've cussed on the podcast. Cause it happens. Um, a like lot twice. of times it's under my breath, but it's happened. And if you know what you're listening for, um, uh, yeah. So it's the photo contest thing. We'll get to that because it's hilarious that that gets brought up, you know? Uh, but so coaster one one for me, this was when I got into enthusiast, of course, watched a lot of youtube but i've always been someone who enjoys reading about stuff too and so coaster 101 was one of the first sites i came across and it's still like a go-to like go read coaster 101's article on insert announcement here or insert ride here or insert topic here and that's kind of where i go a lot of times to start looking at stuff yeah we try to to kind of like obviously there's a lot of press releases out there that can get copied and pasted across the internet. And we try to not necessarily do that, but if there's information, like we try to throw our own little spin on top of things, like with the example that Gerslauer announcement, you know, we talked not only about palindrome, but we talked about defiance in that article and things like that. So just providing a little bit of background and the way I've described it. And, you know, Chris, you were talking before we started recording, like we write, we're coaster nerds who write stuff that the GP can understand and kind mm-hmm. of flocks to. And it's not necessarily like the, the video of the tilt coaster that your, your crazy aunt sends you on Facebook and is like, Hey, would you ride this? But it's, it's kind of like that where we, we try to make theme parks and the roller coasters and the greater industry kind of accessible to everybody, because obviously you're going to find the, the coaster fans we are out there there are dozens of us and um you know we we try to kind of reach bridge that gap between the gp and the enthusiast crowd and i don't like gp as a as a negative term i know that's Mm kind of like a a taboo topic but it's that's the best way to put it to me it's like obviously we know these things we know you know fred grubb is the the uh president of rmc the founder of rmc he's retired but he and alan chilke have built these crazy things we know this joe q public doesn't know these things so we try to kind of put that out there for everybody so everybody can understand it and enjoy it and learn maybe a little bit in the process yeah you're doing it the right way you're not trying to clickbait you're just trying to have it informative and seem like something fun for everyone that that's the way to go in my opinion yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of websites. I'm not going to we I think you guys don't your goal is to not make enemies, so I'm not going to name names. But there's a um there's a website that they claim to go inside the magic. Oh, weird. Um they like just discovered what Google Earth was and were writing articles about you won't believe what's on Google Earth and it's like yeah, it's okay. It's it's there. <sighs> You guys good? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing or anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, Inside yeah, the magic, um, if you're listening, don't come after me. Yeah. No idea. Um, I don't just figure it out, Jack. Just just do something. <laughs> <laughs> I have no concerns. I don't know where to go, man. Anything, um, <sighs> so, Andrew, what do you yeah. do with Coaster 101 specifically? 
besides roast other pages i don't i don't roast other pages but if we want to if we want to get off on a a tangent of roasting pages i know the drunk riders listen to your show and you know (laughs) we were gonna bring them up uh um, yeah no no, i'm kidding i love those guys they're wonderful patreon exclusive episode roast fest of the drunk riders right now we're just here anyway all right cool bring me back for that we'll do it um (laughs) no we gotta i it's a weird we've got eight people on the coaster 101 team and we're located across the country we've got a guy john who founded the site he lives in nashville uh we've got two guys up in ohio we've got a guy in florida a guy in northern california a guy in michigan and a guy up in new england shane i think they counted eight there successfully um and then i'm in north carolina so we kind of cover things on a regional level um obviously eric out in california he covers a lot of the goings on at the you know your california's great america or your discovery kingdom but he gets down to the southern california parks as well i'm kind of like an amoeba i just kind of cover what's needed uh when it's needed and if there's news i'm a lot of times i'm the one to write about it i'm on the twitter a lot i host our podcast the coaster 101 podcast um not gonna plug it too much but the coaster 101 podcast available anywhere you get podcasts so be sure to check that out remember um, to cut that jack no don't, don't cut that jack don't cut that jack <laughs> no remember to cut that jack <laughs> if you listen to last week's show every time taylor said cut this cut this i deliberately left it in so i can't make any promises okay that's fair um, but yeah, I, I do a little bit of everything. I think that's the best way. I, I wear a lot of hats when uh, Coaster 101 is concerned, and sometimes they're construction, um, you know, hard hats, going to media events and construction tours and things like that. Um, obviously, I do a lot of stuff with Carowinds because they're the park in my um, 30 minute long backyard. And um, I've got, a, I've formed over the years a good, working relationship with them and can talk to them about, you know, their winter fest parade or their haunt mazes or things like that. And they're always like, yeah, sure. Bring it on. Got you. Um, so you did mention the podcast and we have a couple of just specific questions about that. So For sure. personally, what is your favorite episode that you have recorded from that? Ooh. So our podcast this is definitely started... not me ex- like stealing guest ideas or anything. No, that's fine. I, I completely get that. Um, we started our podcast as a pandemic project. I think you guys, you mentioned you were in the same boat. It's like, mm. we're not breaking bread. We're not doing all the things people in pandemics are doing. We're tired of Zoom meetings. So let's get on a different platform and record a podcast. And, you know, our show, we're still trying to figure out an identity. We've done some really cool interviews. Um, some of my favorites, I don't have one favorite. Um, but we did a two-part episode with Dave Cobb, who was the creative director of Men in Black Alien Attack. That was a really fun one for us. Uh, we've had Carly Wiesel on the podcast. Uh, Carly is a delight. And we talked about Disney roller coasters with her. And then, you know, this past week even, we um, we had an interview with Nick Walker, who is on Broadway. And he's in the, uh, the, the Temptations musical, Ain't Too Proud. But he was at the New York comic-con at this Broadway panel. And the, the panel idea was the, like the nerds of Broadway and kind of what they're nerdy about. And he's just, this just bona fide theme park nerd that you wouldn't even know. I mean, he played Aaron Burr on um, the Hamilton like tour. 
And now he is in this Temptations musical, literally on Broadway. And he told us that 30 minutes before show, what he does before every show is he watches some sort of theme park content, be it a POV or a Disney video or something. That's how he spends his last 30 minutes before the show. And he was awesome. So those are, those are some of my favorites. Um, we had Scott and Taylor and Sarah from uh, this is how we roll on a couple of weeks ago. That's a, that's been a very popular episode. Um, but yeah, those are some of the favorite interviews we've done. Um, if you're, if you're stealing the guest, I mean, that's a, that's a big drunk writers move. They love to steal our guests. It's fine. No, I'm kidding. Again, Marcus team, uh, you're, Marcus, you're Mark, I love you all. <laughs> Marcus, I hate you. Um, but yeah, so beautiful. Any guests? You want to finish that, buddy? Beautiful bald man. <laughs> okay. Um, so, are there any guests that you want to have on but haven't yet? Like, that yeah, you can personally I, just call out right now. Yeah, I want the uh, the Twisted Travelers podcast. I think uh, come January when there's not a whole lot of stuff going on in parks, I my goal is to do some crossover episodes. I want to get you guys involved. I want to get the guys from In the Loop. Uh, drunk riders, uh, corkscrew convos. I don't know if you guys know them or not. They're a couple of good guys. Coaster radio. So I'm gonna steal guests from you. Um, okay, works. Outside yeah. of podcasts, I think I would love, I would love, love, love if I could get somebody from a Disney or Universal who's in a creative capacity on our show. And you know, we had Dave Cobb, but he's not with Universal anymore. But you know, it's the same. Everybody wants the big guest because, you know, when you guys get the, when you get a big guest, the audience follows the big guest. That's why Taylor Bybee is, you know, one of our most popular episodes because everybody loves Taylor Bybee. But, you know, it's, I think you guys, you know, I'm always looking for stories to tell. And I think if I could find that right guest and we've done shows that it's like, I talked to Justin Mabry who does the theme song for our podcast, but he also produces shows like mix it up at Bush gardens, Williamsburg and monster stomp and the sticky paint. That was a, um, a brass ring nominee at IAPA and busker jam at Kings Island and Carowinds. And he's done shows like that. And just learning more about what goes into theme park entertainment and, the audition process and things like that. I just, I love kind of that peek behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Where again, it's, it's the taking the people who the GP doesn't necessarily know and the enthusiast may or may not know. um, And just kind of talking a little bit more about it. I mean, another guest we had on fairly recently was Ryan Allen, who's Carolyn's director of live entertainment. And he gave me like a blow by blow of everything that went into Scarewind's mazes and this new show, uh, Queens ball, which is amazing. And he was just like, we were just, you know, sh- just talking for an hour about all these things. And you could tell how passionate he is and how all of our guests are about their work. And it's just, you know, when you can convey that passion to an audience, I don't care who the guest is. If they can convey their passion, it makes for an entertaining episode. And again, it's all about those stories that people tell and have to tell. Yeah, I got you. So moving more to your writing side with Coaster 101, what is your favorite thing that you've actually gotten to write with Coaster oh, 101? If God, you have one? that is 
That is, I know it's a big catalog, but that is a huge catalog. And I've written like 700 things over the past eight years for coaster one Oh one. Um, can I, can I get some, like, can I get like a couple of favorites here? Just, of course. Okay. Perfect. I really enjoyed, um, talking to the Weber group about their theming at Copperhead strike. Um, that was a very fun one to write. Um, and they talked about how they sourced all the materials for that, how they had the concept. That was a really fun conversation. Um, talking to um, Josh Greenberg at SeaWorld about how he kind of, they revamped their social media presence. And I don't know if you guys know, but SeaWorld's been killing it on Twitter for the last like six months. It's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh was a really good interview that comes to mind. Um, anytime I get to go on like a construction tour, like Pantheon before it didn't open in 2020, um, but was mostly finished. That was a really cool experience getting to kind of chronicle fury three, two, five, um, the construction process between that. I was there the day they topped off the lift hill. I was there the day they, they completed the track. I was there on media day and it was kind of like the first thing I had covered really from beginning to end for coaster one Oh one, like I was there the day they announced it, it was all, it was all there. So getting to chronicle that, that was really fun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really sticks out to me right now. Um, I wrote a, there was a Twitter list that I put out on um, back in like February that set the internet on fire. That was like 101 theme park Twitter list. You should be following and uh, a lot of people got really mad about that. So I don't know if that I do was. remember that. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun time to be me on the Internet for like a week in February. And then parks opened and nobody cared anymore. So thank God. I, I, I like that list. Were you on it? Yeah, I think you were on mm-hmm. it. I, I was on okay. it. Okay. Why did you put him on it? He takes really good pictures, okay? He does? I do have that one thing going for me. <laughs> and then, one. oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue just now and I can't oh, my bad. No, you're good. I was, I was on a roll and I was just rambling. Um, yeah, I think those, those again, coaster one com slash author slash Andrew. You can read all 700 of them if you want to. Oh, I know here's what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. You, you need a hobby then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the article that I'm really like that, blew up for me was just um when volcano closed at king's dominion i like saw something on twitter and i was just sitting there i was like they because they kind of dumped it in a blog post Mm -hmm. at the uh just buried it in a blog post it's like here's this this and this and oh yeah volcano is closing okay bye and i um i think we were one of the first sites to kind of pick up on that and our traffic from the volcano closing announcement it kind of like sent coaster 101 to this next level i feel like so that was that was a big one for me that i was particularly proud of even though i didn't really i didn't enjoy it closing and it was very much just a boilerplate hey this is closing uh the park announced it in a blog here's some facts about it and but it just it it lit the internet on fire yeah because that was a huge shock i remember everybody freaking out when that happened Mm -hmm. so yeah that makes sense I'm jumping between chat, but definitely wasn't on coaster101.com looking at stuff. Um, so we'll kind of, we'll jump back to this because, you know, photographer here. 
the yeah. photo contest. Oh. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. So you, I heard that right. You said you got involved with Coaster 101. You found out through the photo contest. Yes. This is back in 2013 when you were, when you were like a child. Um, yes. And uh, I, I think one of the categories that year was like best mobile photo and the entries in the photo contest, I will say in the past couple of years have just gotten so much better that there's no way I would have won now with that photo, but I took it on like my iPhone three, four TI 84 calculator, whatever I took it on. It was a picture of Loch Ness monsters loops. And uh, for whatever reason I won and yeah, it was Back in the day, the prize pack was, I got like a Six Flags towel and a tumbler and um, some postcards. And we tried to make the prize packs better over the last couple of years. And Jack, um, you know, I know you're begging me to ask you as a, you know, multiple winner of the Coaster 101 photo contest. Um, I hope you would agree that the prize packs have gotten pretty good. They have gotten pretty good. Um I, oh, I, yes, I they have brought a couple home of them. Actually, you're talking to two winners of it because Chris was right. one one too. Well, I shoot on an iPhone. This guy's got like a ten thousand dollar camera, and I can win the same competitions he can. Imagine, uh, you know, it's it's all about you know what you're doing, how you use it. Chris, when did you when did you win? It was three or four years ago. You had the edited what? category, and yes. I was the Big Thunder Mountain. Okay, yeah. Picture. Um, yeah, not the voted one, the one picked from you guys from Coaster 101. Yes, that one was mine. I, I'm nodding like I remember the exact picture. Yeah, I but know. you're good. It, it was. I'm sure it was lovely. And you, Thank congratulations, you. three years after the out. fact. Okay, <laughs> I will. You. I'll go look it. I'll go look it up after this record for sure. I'm, I'm gonna go look and figure out what you did because I also have to. Rem- I gotta. It was 19 or 18. Which one's up. It would have been Jack. Do you hang the banners like you're a uh, NBA team? Like I do Coaster not. Water? I do not. Okay. Um, his ego. I'm I'm not that big of a nerd. Um, it's it's funny, Chris. When we when I w- I ran into Jack at Carowinds. Yeah. Would have been Halloween, end of September this year, and um, I think he and his dad were getting ready to go back on the road home, and I guess like Jack's mom and his dad's wife. I'm a, they're the same woman. Um, she was like texting him. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, he was like texting, texting Jack's dad, um, you know, when they were going to be home and Jack's dad was like, Oh, Jack ran into a fan. And I was like, well, we all love Jack, <laughs> but I mean, this is, this is definitely something. I mean, we had planned this earlier in the day. Like I had said, Hey, I'm going to be a Carowinds. And he was like, Oh, I'm here. Let's get a ride. We'll do this. But, yeah, it was. Um, you talk about feeding the ego. I love to feed Jack's ego. It's great. No, oh, so you're the problem. Does not need to be fed anymore. Um, well, then stop entering our photo contest because all your photos I, are really good. Yeah, <laughs> no, that might. They be are really good. I, should, I have to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I entered. My first year I entered was 2017. It was a picture of Wildcat at Hershey Park. It is by all means a very bad picture, in my opinion. Now it won the reader's choice that year. 2018 was the year Chris entered. Um, and that was 
I didn't win anything that year. Chris bit, beat me out in one category, but his picture was better. Uh, Chris, congratulations. Uh, all hail Chris. You. All hail Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. See, I'm an equal it. opportunity ego feeder here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. I don't think y'all did one in 2020 or 2019. I think we did, but maybe we didn't. I don't know. Maybe we did. I don't, <laughs> I don't see keep it track showing up in the... I don't see it showing nope. up. Anyway, no, this year was my uh, my clean sweep with a picture of uh, Loch Ness Monster, Lightning Rod, and the Dollywood Express. I kind of just walked in and was like, here are three pictures, and they all three won part of their category. Yep. I got I do want to say, I think it was 20, was it 2020 you had the picture of Mystic Timbers? Oh, yeah, the picture that shall never be topped. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely one of my favorite pictures. So I just gotta, I have that to go on record. Still, um, how it's I took that picture in 2019. It's been over two years since I've taken that picture, and it is still my favorite picture I've ever taken. It's a good one. It is the most s- sought after print. Um, like that is the number one picture people ask if where they can get prints of. Um. It is actually, I don't own a print of it myself somehow. I have a spot for one right here. I just don't have one anymore. I gave all mine away. Um, so, darkroom.com. You know, I was going to say, there are websites out there that allow you to print photos. So, you you could fill that space again if you wanted to. Oh, I know I could. It's just I'm broke. So, okay. Well, okay. Patreon.com slash Twisted Travelers. Shout out. You know what? You're you're on next week too, bud. Uh, yeah. we're, we're all good. You're welcome back anytime now. Um, but no, it's the photo contest though. It's always been one of my favorite things because I love getting to see everyone else's work too. Because there's some of these people that don't actually have Twitters or Instagrams, and they drop a picture. And I'm like, wait, why haven't I ever seen this? Because this is really good. Yeah, it's like, who are you and what exactly, where exactly do you come from? Mm-hmm. So there's some really, there's some definitely some amazing ones. There's some that like I will fight for because they're that good. And, you know, the rest of the team doesn't necessarily agree with me. But again, we have eight people voting in this thing and we've got a point system and it's way too serious and scientific for what it actually is. But we, like I said, the entries have gotten significantly better over the years and and then jack just wins all the categories so if you're listening next year when we do this contest enter so jack has some better competition can you know, i'll just retire hey, him like ban him i i i'm yeah i'm like honestly at this point i'm like maybe i'll retire you know let's say it was you and um who's the guy bob bob's coaster bob blog. it was it was always you two for a while and now there's it's starting to pick up a little bit Mm-hmm. We 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 came in. We had our like moments of dominance. We would you know we'd fight back and forth with each other. Um, Bob, I love you. Um, and yeah, no, but hey, th- here's my my challenge, my personal like call out to everyone. Beat me. I challenge you. Go do it. I'm sitting on the gold mine of stuff. So Kill good luck. Ego. But do it. Just just 2022 you know, photo now. contest will happen sometime next year. Coaster101.com. Be sure to tune in. I already know what one of the entries is going to be, and y'all have got some serious work to beat that Goliath sunset picture. Oh, that one. Dang it. Yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. 
Can you just send him the pack now? I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got the, I just pull stuff. I've got like a, a Rubbermaid tote of theme park stuff. I can just go start pulling stuff out for you if you want that. I mean, I, he'll probably win with that one. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part. That is all we wanted to cover, except for our last two questions. We ask every guest, favorite park and favorite coaster. See, when I was How listening, original. catching up on, yes, when I was catching up on um, your shows today, I saw you asked every guest this question. And favorite coaster is an easy one for me. If you've ever listened to Coaster101.com, if you've ever listened to our podcast, been on our website, listen to me talk about roller coasters it's fury 325 i don't care it's in my back backyard i it's sentimental to me because i got to see it from announcement to construction to opening to experiencing it in the front row in the rain during scarewinds when it was foggy and it was like the most intense roller coaster experience in my life so Fury is, I mean, that's going to be the answer. I feel like almost it's cliche at this point to say, but I, it is what it is. I can't, I'm not going to beat it. I haven't been on a lot of the other coasters that are a lot of people's favorites. Um, still too large to ride Steel Vengeance. Um, I haven't been down to Orlando to ride Coaster yet. So those are, I know some, some new hotness favorites a little bit. Um, favorite park is a different, it's a, more difficult question for me um i think it is it comes down to a lot of things obviously you want to park with a really good roller coaster collection but when i go to a park i want so much more than just good coasters and i know we all love a good coaster and we have our coaster counts we're nerds and enthusiasts and things like that but to me a park is so much more than just coasters like it's got to have good food it's got to have good live entertainment if it's got an interactive dark ride that's a really good sally ride or you know even something that sally didn't create i love that i need a sally dark ride i need that but the park i'm probably going to have to go with with this question that checks most of if not all the boxes it doesn't check the dark ride box unfortunately but it's Bush Gardens Williamsburg. I think the food there is fantastic. They've got a really solid coaster lineup. I think Invader is one of the most criminally underrated wooden roller coasters out there, believe it or not. Um, and then Live Entertainment. Have you guys ever seen Celtic Fire? This show is just top notch. So I highly recommend for those listening, if you haven't been to Bush Gardens or if you have been and haven't seen Celtic Fire, Go see it. It's well worth your time. Uh, some parks that are honorable mentions for me in this category. I love Kennywood. I love the charm Jack Rabbit, and that Double Down will always hold a special spot in my heart. Knott's Berry Farm, another really good one that I enjoy. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Carowinds. Again, they check all of those boxes, the, the coasters, the other rides. They've got a couple of interactive dark rides with Plants vs. Zombies and uh, boo blasters so that's fantastic and their live entertainment's top notch so i don't have a favorite park it's it's i hate i don't hate it when people ask me that question but it's just like i have to go into this long rambling response like i'm giving you guys right now and My people bad. are just like 
dude, you could have just said Disney World and shut up. So, but no, that's definitely the tougher of the two questions. Like you get it, one hundred percent is. And I mean, there are other coasters out there that I like. I mean, if if I got to divide it up between wood and steel, um, again, I love Jackrabbit at Kennywood. I love White Lightning at Fun Spot, another coaster I think that is criminally underrated. And um, Ravine Flyer 2 is a, a coaster right. I don't feel like gets talked about enough, even though it's pretty sure is still in the top 10 of the Golden Tickets. So I think those, I mean, they're all, it's at the you end of the just day. just don't go to Waldemere. Yeah, but, but Ravine Flyer 2. I know, it's really good. It, it, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. nobody I gotta goes get there. over there this year or next you year. You haven't been? I haven't been. It's. I'm running out of parks in the United States that I need to get to, but it is one of them. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I'm kind of, I end up in that, that blind spot. Uh, I've got some really like embarrassing blind spots. I feel like Hershey park being one six flags, magic mountain, silver dollar city, six flags, Fiesta, Texas, all these parks I have not been to. And I really need to get down there or up there or over there, depending on how I'm directionally oriented. Yeah, my big I still need to get to this park in the States. Um, I still haven't done Walt Disney World. I'm holding out on Tron. Um, And but other than that, it's like Lagoon and New England. Those are the reach like that's what's left. New England, Great America and then um, like Discovery Kingdom and CGA. And that's all the major ones I'm really missing. So you're missing both Great Americas then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got up to the one in Chicago a couple of years ago. It was a really, really good time, and I'm a, somewhat of a Six Flags skeptic, and I actually really enjoyed myself. So it's I a, was it's a, a Six Flags skeptic until this year. Like this year, they've been great. So good. Um, and I'll be like, this is this is might shock some people. I'll take Six Flags Great America over California's Great America. I mean, it's like 15 coasters versus eight. Yeah. Like yeah, but no, like they have the same coaster lineups. Atmosphere, I'll take Great America. You're coming with like a what you think is a hot take that's like something like 95% of people agree with. Probably. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> Gold Striker exists instead of yeah. Max Force. So. It's true. It's a good point. Yeah. And then you've also got Raging Bull and Goliath, but you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, good talk, good talk. Absolutely. Well, are we good? I think that's it. I think we're good right there. So, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on. We'll have to, you know, come January when you do your epic like crossover episodes. That's the plan. I will. Uh, I will definitely keep you guys in the loop. Dumb pun. Sorry. That's all right. Um, so you want to plug your stuff and then head on out? Absolutely. Uh, we are at coaster one Oh one, um, pretty much anywhere you can consume social media, including TikTok, even though we haven't really figured that one out yet. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, you get some little something different every place. So be sure to check us out everywhere. Also coaster one Oh one.com. If you prefer your articles to be written and read, or we also have the coaster one Oh one podcast, uh, some really good stuff in the back catalog there. Um, be sure to check that out. If you've enjoyed talking to me or listening to me talk, I don't know why, 
Um, I am on Twitter at Stillwell, S-T-I-L-W-E-L-L, and Instagram at Andrew Stillwell. Spelled the same way. One L in the middle, two at the end. Gotcha. And then for us on Twitter at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is a one. On Instagram at Twisted underscore Travelers, you can find me at Twisted Travelers Chris, and you can find Jack at Thrilling Moment on Twitter and Instagram. As always, thank you for Make listening, sure and we will see you, you next uh, week. Oh, buy Allison's book and all yes. of that fun jazz. And this calendars. Buy my calendars because I need to sell out of those because that's how I pay for stuff. So Hey, hey, on the subject of calendars, let me get one more plug oh, in. Oh, no. Sorry. After you buy Jack's calendar, you should also buy the Coaster 101 calendar. Uh, we donate 100% of the net proceeds to Give Kids the World, which is a charity that we uh, love. And, I mean, Jack's calendar has really good photos, but our money goes to charity. So buy both. You have more than one room in your house. Get both calendars. I, I consider myself a charity, just FYI, for the people. We were just talking about ego. Anyways, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.